The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted second game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a $100 free bet when you bet $100 at Sports Gambling Podcast slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP and mini helmets are now in the store. We're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. We're also brought to you by Football Bingo. Look, time of the year is back. NFL on Christmas Day and it's free to play Every bingo gets $100 for our SGPN merch store. All you have to do is sign up exclusively on the SGPN app. Yes, sir. Finally, the villain has come back home. We are here at the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, you know the voice, you know the guy. It's me, really real, villain real. Terrell Furman Jr., back from vacation, fighting a bit of a cold, coming back from warm weather to cold weather. It's not a good mix, not a good mix. So I feel like Jordan in the flu game against the Utah (laughs) Jazz, which is very on brand for me. I just feel like flu game Jordan and coming out here and snapping. So got my guy. Whole lot of Aggie pride on this episode. Delonte, yes, what's going on, my good sir? What's up, brother? Uh, good to have you back. Uh, I don't think we've done a show together since maybe last month. So Yeah, it's been uh, a yeah. while. It's yeah, been a while. Thursday, Thursday is not my normal day. However, Moonoff is not yeah. embracing his, his Jordan. Moonoff is fighting a <laughs> bit of a cold as well. I said I'm going to go full Jordan, and I'm going to go out there. And Moonoff said he's going to be AD right now. So <laughs> that is how we're doing with this. Moonoff's going to play about eight minutes and then get out of here. Uh man, I, I I couldn't wait to start this. I saw it last night, and I couldn't wait to start the show with this. Everybody um, knows yep. it's time for everybody's favorite segment. These dudes really not trying to fight for real. <laughs> and we take you over to Terrence Mann and Kelly Oubre Jr., where Kelly Oubre goes. He gets in. You know, Terrence Mann, a little ad say with him, shoves him off. Kelly Oubre says, oh, I'm about to bait him. You seen the Juski? You seen the Juski meme where Juski's like, Who? yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't I see him. this. So this is this is news to me. So I'm, um, I didn't. Oh, watch this I got. Oh, you got to find a video. If you haven't found a video, go find a video on Twitter. Just type in Terrence Mann or Kelly Oubre Jr. is going to pop up very easily if you haven't already. But he, Kelly Oubre sees that he's agitated. He's like, oh, I got him. Just like Juski comes, flexes in his face. Terrence Mann two hand shoves him. Two hand shoves him out the. At that point, Kelly Oubre, I know you're trying to bait him. I get it. I get it. You supposed to follow. Yeah. Make, make, make. You got a dream. You supposed to, you you post to follow. Man. Hey, you supposed to follow up after he. Yeah, sh- yeah you supposed to slump him after that show. Yeah. You ain't. I get you was trying to. I know what you was trying to do. You was trying to bait him. You was trying to. And it didn't work. Clap up to you. However, <laughs> it did earn you a spot on. These dudes really ain't trying to fight for real. Because Kelly Oubre ain't no way. Ain't no way. No way at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's first team right now. He's first team right now. We got some, some college players. Got a couple NBA players, you know. Uh, so it, it's looking like a, a all right season thus far. We're building the team. We're building the <laughs> roster. 
We're building a roster of people that are just not trying to fight. And Kelly Oubre Jr., you have added yourself to that list. Congratulations, young man. Welcome to the that. team. I didn't I didn't see I didn't see much of that game. I didn't it it looked like it looks like it wasn't much of a game at all, but I have to go back and, and look at that. Oh yeah. And, and and it's crazy because when you get blown out, that's when people kind of like talk the most and all that. But like, you know, it was it was yeah. it was all good fun and game. Shout out to Kelly Oubre Jr. for giving us some content on a Thursday. He's been Especially. balling lately too. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't see what he I didn't see what he did last night. Uh let's see. Uh well he didn't have much of a night, so but I think he had like 36 uh two games ago. But yeah, he's been no, balling. No. And uh yeah, he didn't really the Hornets got buried last night. Yeah, they did. The <laughs> they did Melo play against well, the though. Clippers. Yeah, Lamelo had a triple double, but that was yeah. about it. Nobody else really showed up too well yep. to that game. And uh man, I mean, I haven't been able I've been gone for a while. And just it's fun knowing that I've been gone and the Boston Celtics continue to do what I told people <laughs> they, that they're going to do. And it's the fact of they're going to be a really t- good team and they're going to drop games that they shouldn't drop. And you should be able to have deductive reasoning to pick out those games. Luckily, I told you before I left, home game against the Magic. Yep. Looking directly past the Magic, not even thinking about the Magic. you got two games against this team. Why do you care about the first game? Six to one. Cash, easy. Don't even worry about it. Next night, Jason Tatum doesn't even play. No Jason Tatum, no problem. Magic still get the win. Boom. Let's go back to last night. 10-point favorites against the Indiana Pacers at home. At home. And he comes out there and he draw. And Tyrese Halliburton has a game. 33 points, 8 assists, 12 for 24 from the field, 6 for 13 from 3. As they get the win against the Boston Celtics, one seventeen, one twelve. It wasn't even that they were down thirty in the first half. I think. Yeah, they came back. They yeah, came they back and got 30, back yeah. in that game. And and so, not really. They're not really built to you know withstand some of those leads. So you know, it's, we just, know that, it's a game of runs. Basketball yeah, you know is all about coming. a game of runs. Yeah, and the coming. Boston Celtics, what their thing is, they're able to typically go on a lot more runs mm-hmm. than other team. And I mean, it's kind of easy handicapping. If you go on more runs, you're more like liable to win. If you go back to the NBA Finals last year, that's all that Finals was a game mm-hmm. of runs. Warriors yep. went on a run, Boston matched it boston went on run warriors matched it that was it so that's why boston is such a good team this year because no matter how streaky the other team gets in a run boston will match their runs however this is why i don't bet boston because it's little games like this that frustrate me so much so much and so now they got to try to work things out figure it out and you gotta you had to expect this to happen with robert williams coming back into rotation Mm -hmm. or trying to figure out how we're going to get the offense going we want to keep him on there for defense he's on a minutes restriction he's coming off the bench trying to figure things out he had 12 rebounds last night so he had he contributed on rebounding and on defensive end but they're still trying to figure out the offense and adding him back in there and that's kind of what's throwing them off so yeah, I think I mean he's he he's more than yeah like he's not gonna wow people with stats. He's more you know def- defensive. Like he's gonna you know have the uh be able the ability to be able to switch on to smaller guys and to you know protect the paint. So stats really you know not gonna do him justice. So as it's everybody as, else, it's his it, cut, his yeah. addition with everybody else. It has like it has an effect where. I think it's best up the rhythm that everybody else was on yeah. with the lineups and the rotations yeah. that they had because Peyton Pritchard was shooting the ball well. Mm-hmm. Derek White was shooting the ball well. Sam Hauser was shooting the ball well. Sam Hauser like, was playing well. 
Yeah, so you have all these people that were shooting the ball really well in the minutes and the rotations that they have, and you kind of throw that off with, all right, you're getting a little bit less minutes here. Oh, you're coming in this point of the game, not this point of the game, and now people are kind of out of rhythm, and that's where – I mean, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to get their own regardless, but it's yeah. everybody yeah. else that we need to look for. So Definitely. I still think Boston's one of the best teams in the league. However, come on. Come on now. <laughs> I told you this. Like, I'm not surprised. All right, before we get into the two-game slate, got to talk to you about WinBet. And WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So many ways, active in so many states. But you can also do live betting and same-game parlays with the Win. Build your own bet. You also have the DGEN's only WinBet parlay wheel. Make sure you try your luck at that. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so you can receive a special offer, bet $100, Get a $100 promotion when you sign up. All you have to do is uh, sign up for WinBet. Limited to state availability. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. All subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 on older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the SGPM Mini Helmet Contest. Look. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. You will be able to enter to win an SGPN mini helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. And we also have in the app the football bingo contest. Only Sean and Ryan would have a football bingo contest on Christmas, which is the NBA's day. It's the NBA's day. Sean, Ryan, I am filing a suit with HR for this, just so you know. Otherwise... So go play bingo with football if you're watching football. I know you're going to be watching basketball. Of course, you're watching basketball. But if you're one of those people that are watching football, then go fill out a bingo contest. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to watch football. Just fill out the bingo card and let it work on its own while you're watching basketball because that's what Christmas is made <laughs> for. So free play, free to play, just go to uh, the SGPN app. You'll be able to get a bingo card and have a chance to win a 100 dollar gift card to our merch store as many bingos as there are there may be a whole bunch of winners i hope everybody wins and we bankrupt the company i said it there we go there we go i said it all right two games slate let's go ahead and get into the first game of the night we have the san antonio spurs traveling to new orleans to play the new orleans pelicans minus eight and a half for the pelicans 228 is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Pel- for the Spurs, we have Kelton Johnson, who is doubtful to play in this game. Jacopoto, who is probable. Josh Richardson, who is not on the injury report. He's expected to play in this game. Romeo Langford is probable as well. And for the New Orleans Pelicans, Zion Williamson is out with health and safety protocols. Larry Nance Jr. is questionable with an Achilles injury. And Brandon Ingram, you know we're not going to see him for a little while. So looking at a starting lineup of for the Spurs, Trey Jones, Romeo Langford, uh, Devin Fassell, Bates Dopp, and Jacopoto. And we also have for the Pelicans, C.J. McCullough, Herb Jones, Najee Marshall, Trey Murphy, and Jonas Valachunas. All right, Dante, I'm going to go to you first. You're getting eight and a half with the New Orleans Pelicans at home. What are you doing? Man, I really don't like uh, this spot for San Antonio. Uh, I think they don't do a lot of things well offensively or defensively. They do have spurts where they play good, and it's like 
oh hell, the, the Spurs actually won this game. And then they'll go back to, oh yeah, they're tanking. So it's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde effect with the Spurs. Um, they have been a little bit better as of late. Uh, three and two ATS in the last five. Three and two ATS and straight up actually in the last five. Um, they're playing faster for the last five went over, uh, but still a, a bigger sample size of six and seven ATS on the road. So they don't play as well on the road. Um, but like all this spot just screams New Orleans, uh, no matter who's in the lineup. Uh, they are one of the they're the three teams in the top 10 in offensive rating and defensive rating. The Pelicans are one of those teams. And that's with the fluctuation of the lineup with guys being injured, uh, guys resting. Uh, so I would look at it not laying the points. So I would look at more of a like team total over for uh, New Orleans. And New Orleans is one of the better first quarter and first half teams in the league. Uh, they yeah. are they are seventh in uh, first quarter margin, and they are uh, top ten in first half margin. So, I mean, I wouldn't lay the eight and a half simply because you never know which Spurs team you're going to get. Uh, so I would look to play New Orleans like early on first quarter, first half and essentially a team total over because I mean, like I can rattle off all the stats, but the Spurs, they just aren't good. They're giving up 119.5 points per game. That's last in the NBA. They're 30th in defensive efficiency, 29th in points per game allowed in the paint. So you know, yep. if Zion was playing, he would be killing inside. Um, but Jonas should have a good game. Uh, they're 29th and 30th in first quarter margin and first half margin. So that just goes to, you know, basically puts you know icing on the cake for you know the Pelicans in the first quarter, first half. Uh, just not just not a good team right now. I think New Orleans is trending in the right direction no matter who's playing. So uh, I like New Orleans on a team total over. And let me get an. I can get a number for you. I didn't see it earlier when I posted it. I don't know if you seen one. Uh, no, I didn't get the number yet, but I do have New Orleans team total written down. And just talking in terms of the last five games, <clears throat> the Spurs have been the worst defense in the league. Yep. Absolutely worst defense in the league. They opponents points per game, as you said, a lot of stuff. Opponents points per game last five games, 119.5. That's 30th in the NBA. Opponents three-point percentage, 38.9. 30th in the NBA. Opponents field goal percentage, 50.5. You're making half of your shots against this, not New Orleans. I kept saying New Orleans, the Spurs. Yeah, I, I talked about the Spurs do. this entire time, so <laughs> – Spurs, 119.5 points per game. That's 30th. You have 38.9 points per game. That's 30th for the Spurs. 50.5 uh, field goal percentage. That is 30th. Uh, where else are we? Opponents point in, points in the paint. 28th in the last mm-hmm. five games. That's 28. Yeah, 28th in the last five games. So they're, they're really bad on defense. Like They're yep. t- abysmal on defense. But – you look at the other side of the ball, and the Pelicans, they're looking a little bit better, but is it really too concerning? 112.5 points per game, that's 14th in the NBA. They're a lot better guarding the three-point line, 33.7% from the three for opponents. That's fifth in the NBA. Uh, I think it's going to be points. I think you're going to yeah, see a lot of yeah. points in this one, Got and uh, I'm going to lean to a total of over. I love New Orleans team total over. New Orleans in the last 10 home games, they are 7-3 and three to their team total over. So <laughs> they're getting the over in seven of the last 10 games at home. And I think that this is a favorable matchup where the Spurs are not going to do anything defensively. If the Spurs are going to be in this game, it's because they put up a bunch of points. Right. And so I, I have a slight lane to the over. I think that's probably one of my better plays because I think the Spurs will be able to put up some points. Maybe not enough to cover this spread as I am taking New Orleans minus eight and a half. I'm not really worried about the large number just with 
how bad that they have been defensively and the fact that this lineup for the Pelicans with Trey Murphy coming in and playing the four mm-hmm. and being able to stretch the floor. He's I think he's going to have a really nice day from three as a big four uh, yep. stretch four coming on the outside. Jonas Valanciunas, this could probably be like one of those 20 and 15 games for Jonas where he just gets a whole bunch of offensive rebounds. He's able to get easy looks under the basket. Jacopoto can make it a little difficult for him. So it, ha- it does look good that Jacopoto is going to be in the game. But and I kind of like Jacopoto's uh, chances for a double double as well, just because of availability. He's going to yeah. have to play like the mm-hmm. entire minutes of the game or Jonas is just going to get off the entire time. So uh, I'm, I'm leaning more over to the Pelicans on this side. They're the better offensive team. And they're, they're starting to click a little bit more on defense opponents field goal percentage. They're 46.9%. That's ninth in the NBA in the last five games. So uh, they're starting to put some things together. I know it doesn't look good with no BI and no Zion Williamson, but I still have faith in CJ McCollum. I think that he can be able to have a solid game and really just run the offense. I really like CJ's assist for this game. I don't have a number on that. I need to go look. I for seen, it. I seen seven, um, seven. So yeah, I seen, I seen seven. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it's like six and a half, seven and a half, I, I think I like that because he's gonna have the ball in his hand the entire the entirety of the game. Yeah, I seen seven. It's um, it's usually, it's usually a little bit lower when Zion plays simply because you know Zion's. Zion yeah, he, like they both forward. handle the ball. They yeah. both handle the yeah. ball. Zion yeah. plays in isolation a lot, so it's not really uh opportunity for you to get a lot of assists. But now. Like with this lineup, and I'll go back and say the lineup that that's projected to play again. You have CJ, Herb Jones, Najee Marshall, Trey Murphy, Jonas Valachudas. I think that Trey Murphy can give him four or five assists by himself just because Trey Murphy can spot up in the corner, hit threes. Yeah. Uh, you can see CJ driving to the rim, hitting an open shooter, and Trey Murphy, who's, who's been a really, really good player, guy coming out of uh, UVA. Shout out yep. to Virginia. So He's I think that this is him. a good one, a good matchup for him. I'm I'm on Trey Murphy today. I yeah, think Trey Murphy has a really big game today. Fourteen uh, and a half is his point total. Let me see if I can find uh, see CJ McCullough what he does without Zion Williamson in the lineup. Yeah, um, he uh, the, the team total for New Orleans is one eighteen and a half. By the way, that's that's okay. the, um, that's pretty much across the board. One eighteen and a half, and um, I like Trey Murphy as well. It, Fourteen and a half, I think, was his total. But of course, the volume he's going to get. It's just gonna like he could go like five, five of eight from three and a half. Like especially with yeah. the way, with the way San Antonio defends. Um, like they're they're just not good at defending at all. Like, thir- like I said, thirtieth in defensive efficiency. Um, Trey can also get to the rim, which is pretty much underrated. Like he can uh, run. They, people try to run him off the line. Yeah. He can finish at the rim. He's pretty good. And San Antonio is not good at defending the rim. Twenty ninth in rim rate defense, while New Orleans is second in rim rate percentage. And a lot of that has to do with Zion being there. But even without him, like I was telling people, uh, I was telling Scott and Munaf, like whenever New Orleans plays, if some of those guys aren't in the lineup, I feel like we get better value simply because they're better because they're known to play without Zion. They've been playing without Zion for shit half his career. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right. BI out of the, out of the lineup. I mean, other people step up. They're just so deep and talented, well-coached. Uh, I feel like that. I mean, if I had to, I would play New Orleans and just lay the eight and a half. But I think I like the first quarter, first half, just a little bit better. And their team total, of course. All right. Um, so, CJ, last five games without Zion Williamson. Assists, he has three, eight, nine, nine, and 11. 
So I feel comfortable with CJ assists. And uh, let me just make sure we got. The- well, it's it's juiced like one four. It's like one forty at six and a half. But you can get it yeah. seven and, and probably get like uh maybe Push. close to even money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see a minus one fifty here for six and a half. So a little juiced. I would. I mean, I'm not afraid. I'm not. Yeah. Afraid I mean, of I'm betting. not either. But you know, some people. I'm not afraid of betting like CJ that. to go up to. 10 assists this game. Uh, CJ has he hasn't been as aggressive with New Orleans. Like yeah. that's just a fact. Now, he may choose to be more aggressive this game because Zion's mm-hmm. not playing, BI's not playing is really like his squad right now, but CJ has not been as aggressive as he has been with New Orleans in terms of scoring the basketball and to play a lot of team basketball with the Spurs who can be feisty at times. I can see CJ just racking up a bunch of assists. Like he could have like four or five assists in the first quarter just because the Spurs are so bad. Yeah, he could so. be, yeah, he'd be looking to get those young guys going, especially if he's dumping it into Valanciunas. Like because like if Pirtle, Pirtle plays, but he and he's a good defender, a like very underrated defender. Um, but like it's just him down there, you know. So if he gets, you know, picks up a couple of early fouls, dumping the ball off the Jonas in the in the paint could be two to three assists easily for CJ. But I think they're ba- I think Osmic is just baking in that okay, it's no BI, it's no Zion. So yeah. of course he's yeah, gonna have to course. try to be more aggressive. But I, his I don't point think total is like twenty five. Yeah, I don't think they got there yet. I don't think they I think the assist wise, they're short. And so if you take this to eight at plus one thirty or okay. ten yeah. at three to one. I like that play. I think CJ has a very good chance to have a double double in this game. Yeah, what about the, what is assists. double double? Double double. I saw one book was uh, I saw one book that the double double was two plus two thirty, which yeah, means I, it would be better if you just played the three to one for ten plus points. But and I don't. I see a CJ assist first quarter. Oh well, that's minus two hundred five. That's no good. Yeah. But yeah, I would I would play his assist. It, once you can buy it up or play the double double or anything like that, I would do that. I think CJ has a really good day uh, as a ball handler and just getting the ball around to these other guys. And then mm-hmm. I already sang my praises for Trey Murphy. He's at fourteen and a half this game. I think he's going to go over. Uh, Devin Vassell. Everybody knows I am high on Devin Vassell, and I'm I'm a little weary of this matchup because he's going to be matched up with Herb Jones. So. Uh, this entire game, he doesn't yep. have to worry about Kelton Johnson or anything else. So, uh, I'm a little bit hesitant on Devin Vassell. I could probably get there maybe later in the day, but the name I'm looking for on the Spurs side of the ball is Josh Richardson, and he's coming back from being out with personal reasons. When uh, Josh Kelton Johnson is off the floor this season, Richardson has the second highest usage on the team with 24%. Uh, Devin Vassell was the first highest with 26.9%, but it's Vassell, Richardson, and then Jones at 22.4%. And I like I like uh, Josh Richardson to be able to get into this New Orleans defense and have a good day. So Josh Richardson, whenever they come out with his points prop, it's going to be a little bit later because he's a bitch player. But I think he could have a very good day, and I think I'm a ladder uh, Richardson later. I think that that's free points with New Orleans, who is an okay defense, but it's really Herb Jones and New Orleans just trying to figure it out. So I think that Richardson can benefit with Herb Jones giving Devin Vassell all the attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vassell is at uh, 21 and a half. And I like Trey thing, Jones too. Trey Jones yeah. at 13 and a half points. I like that. I like, I like his, uh, we pretty much like the same, the same stuff, honestly. Uh, Cause I got my notes, Trey Jones points and assists is 20. I think okay. he can, I think he can end up getting, you know, 15 and seven or, you know, yeah. 16 and six or somewhere in that vicinity um, simply because, you know, opportunities are going to be there. And especially if they, especially if they're competitive, which I think they, 
they have the chance to beat. And by competitive, I mean, you know, 10 to 12 points and not 20 to 25. Uh, so I think they, I think he got a shot to, to get over 20. And Josh Richardson, they don't have his points available, but I was looking at it as well. But what they do have is his, uh, his, his threes over. Uh, that was probably going to be my dog over one and a half at plus one hundred five. Okay. Um, in his la- in the last five games that he's played, uh, which I know you mentioned he hasn't played since uh, since the fourteenth of this month, uh, he's went over that in three of the last five three of those five games. So I I like that a lot. Um, he's going to get the opportunity to shoot. He's a good shooter. Um, and uh, you know with Mur- not Murphy with uh, Herb Jones being on uh, Vassell, it's going to open up some stuff. I mean the spur. I mean the. Uh, the Pelicans do have decent defenders, but we know the lockdown is uh, Herb Jones. So he'll have Josh Richardson have a lot of opportunities to go over that number. I like one and a half um, for his threes to go over. Okay. All right. I am. <clears throat> Let's see here. Sorry, I'm still fighting this cold. I'm over here. We're giving out great plays like flu game Jordan again. <laughs> All right. I think we beat that one. Said, "Hey, anything else left for this game?" Uh, nah, just oh, but CJ. Uh, uh, to your point with CJ, as far as his aggression, uh, early in the month he did struggle, um, but like four of the last five, he's hit that over in points. So you know, you okay. might can you might yeah. can get a, like a little same game parlay with his like an alternate point total, alternate assist total, and then like the Pelicans to win. I'm pretty sure that'll play well because he's yeah, like, like I said, he's went over four of the last five, and some of those have been with Zion uh, and without Bi and just by itself. So. Yeah, CJ should be in line for a big game, scoring and passing. Uh, let me see here. Um, what is CJ? What does CJ do against this Spurs team? CJ McCollum. Hold on, give me two seconds, yeah, everybody. And, and they both just just to uh, just to go with the over that we both like. Both teams are top fifteen in pace. Uh, well, top yeah. twelve actually in pace. So it's going to be up and down affair. Uh, a lot of a lot of these guys that we're talking about, they're going to get a lot of opportunity to score. They just got to knock them down, especially with I know you sound like you like Trey Murphy a lot, just like I do, and he's going to be the, pretty much the focal point of of what I'm looking to attack player prop wise. Him in, and Josh Richardson both. In four games with New Orleans against San Antonio, CJ has 36, 20, 32, and five. So a little bit up and down, but he's he's been able to get. I don't think he's going to like that five. I think is just you know. Uh, it's abnormal. It's the outlier. It's, it, I think we're a little bit closer to the mean here of mm-hmm. him being around that 25. So I like CJ's points as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Last game on the slate. We have whoa. All right. The Washington Wizards on the road going to play the Utah Jazz. Jazz are laying six and a half at home. 230 is the total. Plus 210 on the money line for the Wizards. Minus 250 for the Utah Jazz. Injury report for these two teams that we have. Chris Porzingis is questionable. Rui Hachimara is available to play. And Dion Wright, we know, is injured. And then we also have Kelly Olenek, who is out for the Utah Jazz, and Colin Sexton, who is questionable. All right. Utah, it's been very easy to bet Utah for the entirety of the season, <laughs> yep. except the last three games. Last three games, Utah is... 0-2 as a dog and 0-1 as a favorite, I believe. So, uh, well, no. Yeah, 0-2 as a dog and no, 1-0 as a favorite. So they're 1-0 as a favorite, 0-2 as a dog last three games, which is complete opposite of how we've been betting them for the entirety of the season. So we kind of had that those three games to go against the trend. Now we got to reevaluate the trend. So uh, let's see here. You got six and a half with the Jazz at mm-hmm. home. Laying six and a half at, at, with the Jazz at home. What are you doing? 
Man, I I don't like Washington at all. Um, I like the Jazz. I mean, I lost enough money on them. I think I just lost so much money on the Jazz that I just became a fan. Like, fuck it, I'm just gonna bet them every time to get my money back. And <laughs> they they've been they've been doing well as of late. They hit a little wall, but they also played you know one of the tougher schedules in the NBA. Um, last uh, last five, they're three and two straight up in ATS. Uh, they did cover that game that you were talking about. Um, they covered it on the road as a favorite, which they typically are not prone to be doing. Um, they usually don't cover as favorites on the road. Nope. Um, but uh, they did that after a lackluster performance. Um, I think I think everybody on the show uh, Tuesday were on um, Utah actually, which I think that catch. And I think Munaf actually hit like an alternate for his for his lock. So they bounced back in a big way. Um, bigger sample size a nine six and one ATS at home. Uh, good offensive team, second offensive rating, fourth in offensive efficiency. Uh, the only thing they don't do well is they don't play defense, and that could be a problem with defending Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma, who's been playing like extremely well. He's probably going to get traded soon. Um, Washington is it's not a lot to like. I mean, they are they have been playing a little bit better. The two and three ATS last five, uh, three and seven the last ten. Those numbers are, you know, they don't indicate how good they've been playing in the last, you know, two to three games. But this is their fifth game uh, of a road trip, which they're one and four on. Um, like some of the most of their stats, they're just a middling team. Like they're not extremely bad. Like like metrically, they're not extremely bad. They're not extremely good. They're just like right in the middle, like fifteen to eighteen in a lot of the metrics. Um, but I mean. I don't want anything to do with this game. If anything, I love the over. Both teams struggle in transition defense. Uh-huh. Uh, Utah is going to get up and down. Um, they they don't play defense. Uh, twenty six in defensive rating, like I said, and uh, the Washington they're twenty third in points per and points allowed per one hundred possessions. Uh, twenty six in opponent three point percentage allowed. So Utah is going to be able to get the ball in transition. Find uh, Laurie Marketing, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, and I think. Uh, Sexton should be back for this game is what I read. He should be back. And that should give them a big boost with that bench. So, if anything, I would look at the over and a Utah team total over. All right. Yeah, I am. Um, in terms of the total, because that's, that's I think that's the easier thing to bet in this one. I am yep. leaning more towards an over here. Uh, I'm not going to get there on the full game total. And – it's close. I mean, defensive rating over the last five games, Wiz 18th, Jazz are 21st in defensive rating. Opponents points per game, 113.6. That's 16 for the Wizards and 116. That's 24 for the Jazz. I think that the thing that's really going to get me there is the fact that the, both of these teams are pretty quick with scoring in the first half. And so yep. Utah Jazz at home are 7-3 and three in the last 10 games to the first half over, and you have the Wizards who are 7-3. and three to the first half over on the road. So, it, you know, one plus one equals two. Sometimes gambling is really easy, and if they they give it to you right there. So both teams are seven and three to the over. I like the first half total. I like the over, so let me take it in the first half and not even worry about second half of the game. It total sitting there at 112 and a half, and I feel pretty good about that in both of these teams being able to score points early on in this game. Wizards have been uh, bad in the third quarter and towards the second half of games. Not at, So – uh, two and three on the road in the third quarter. Jazz are four and one in the last five at home in the third quarter. So I like a Jazz third quarter play here. And I like that first half over of just being able to get the scoring from both sides early on in this game, then back the Jazz in the third quarter. 
and then just wait and watch Utah fold in the fourth. Like, I know they are because that's why I'm on Washington plus six. Like, I'm not going against the trend. I'm not going against the trend. The only reason that the trend went against what the trend was doing was because I wasn't here. That's what it was. <laughs> it's because I wasn't here. Now I'm back. Utah knows that I'm betting on them, and they're saying that, hey, the villain's back, and we're favored. <laughs> we're not going to cover this number. No matter what happens, we are not covering six and a half. So I'm taking the Washington Wizards, who have been playing a little bit of ba- better basketball on the road, a little bit better basketball in general. And even with Chris Porzingis out, I think they still have enough for this Utah Jazz team that's really up and down, and you don't know. Like, they're one of the more streaky teams in the league. You really don't know mm-hmm. what – if Jordan Clarkson is going to come in there and drop 30 on 60% shooting, or if he's going to come in there and have 12, 15 <laughs> points on 20% from the field, like you don't know what you're getting from this team. So I can't trust Utah. I'm not going to sit here and bet Utah as a favorite when I've been fading them as a favorite the entire season. I know that the last three games haven't gone our way. I'm back. It's going to be back. <laughs> this is a very easy play. Take Washington Wizards plus six and a half and sprinkle on that plus 250 yeah. money line. The Jazz fold as favorites as they do normally. They're not going to get two in a row. They're not going to get two in a row. No. Two in a row right now is a favorite. No, they're not doing it. Nope. Is, uh, right. is Porzingis, is he like officially out? I don't think he is listed as questionable. Yeah, I just so he like, has an illness like me, you know. So I, we'll see what Porzingis is. Porzingis <laughs> is Jordan or if he's AD. Nah, like, he, is Porzingis going to come play eight minutes and then sit down, or is he going to go out there and go off? Like, we'll, yeah. we'll see. He probably he probably sit out. He he ain't, he ain't built for that fuck stuff. Him. But <laughs> but if he does, like, if he does, I kind of like his uh, his points and rebounds because um, Utah they thirtieth in points per game in the paint allow, and yep. uh, Washington they what they do do well is they defensive rebound which they're seventh in defensive defensive rebound percentage, and they finish at the rim. They're second in rim percentage. So that's a little advantage that they that one advantage that they do have over Utah. Now, if he doesn't pay, if he doesn't play, I'm not sure Gafford. They don't have Gafford props, but I would look for him like sneaky double double <laughs> type of type of guy. Yeah. But other than that, man, it's it's not really much to like about uh like prop wise. Um, and I would be like I would be more inclined to lean with you with Washington. Uh, I would just play Utah's team total over. Um, and I'd honestly just say, like, fuck the um, the spread and just play the money line for Washington because if they like if they keep it close, they're gonna win. Like you said, Utah is gonna probably forward in the fourth quarter. So I think you got more value on the money line than actually taking the points. Uh, although that sounds you know counter counterintuitive, but yeah, no, no, I, I feel that. Uh, so the person that I'm really looking to in this, well, let's go to the total before I get to this prop, but. Talked about it, 229. Utah's not really that good defensively. Nope. Washington's pretty bad on the road for the most part, and both of these teams give up a lot of points in the paint. In the last five games, opponents points in the paint, 30th, the Wizards, 25th for the Jazz. And that's going to lead me into my prop. I'm going to have a slight lean to the over. As like, like I said, my better play is that first half over at, my, at 112 and a half, minus 110 both ways. I like it for the over. But – Walker Kessler is going to get the start in this game with Kenny, Kelly Olenek being out. And I like his ability to be able to get easy buckets around the rim for him to rebound. We know uh, the Utah Jazz struggle rebounding the ball, and he's been good. Like, he's been good for them rebounding the basketball. He's sitting on uh, right now 6.1 rebounds per game. But if you break this down and look at it, 
a little bit more as he's been getting more and more minutes. He's been rebounding the basketball, hanging around that seven, eight threshold. So I expect when his prop comes out and they announce that, hey, Olenek is out, he is starting, and they drop his prop, he's going to be probably mm-hmm. sitting at about seven and a half probably. I would play that. I would play that all the way up to 10. I think he has a double-double in this game. I think he's able to get offensive rebounds, good rebounds around the rim, especially if Porzingis does not play. Like, that's just another size issue that they don't have uh, for Washington. So I think Walker Kessler can have actually a pretty decent day on the boards. I like Walker Kessler when they release his props to go over his rebounding and uh, sprinkle up the 10. I think he can have 10 plus rebounds. In his yeah, game. I was going to say double double. Um, Kessler has been playing good. Like, uh, I mean, he went to, yeah, I'm a Carolina fan. He, I was so mad when he left and went to Auburn and then he started shining. <laughs> like that's he was such a big recruit for us and would have did better, but yeah, he was. I, yeah, I like uh I like Kessler as well. Um, he's getting more minutes and he's getting more comfortable. You can tell he's still kind of shaky on you know the drop. He doesn't know when to drop and when to like blitz. So I mean, but he's still young, so he's got a lot to learn with um uh, with like coverage. But all in all, like he's an aggressive rebounder. Uh, he's gonna block shots. So I would look for like if you can find. Blocks plus steals, they do have some. Most books do have that combination. I yeah. would look for him to get, uh, you know, one. I think he's usually set at like one and a half, or sometimes it's at one. And at one and a half, he'll get plus money. So check out for that. And if because he can get deflections in the lane, that counts as a steal. Uh, he'll get he'll get a block or two. I mean, he might get there, you know, strictly off blocks. Yep. So if you could find a block and steal combo for um, Kessler, I like that. And I also like your uh, rebound play. I'll, I'll be on him for double double as well. All right. Anything else you have for this game? Uh, no, Bradley Beal over one and a half threes. Uh, that's that's plus money. A lot of like like we said, both teams don't particularly play well defensively. Um, pace is going to be there. Uh, Utah is horrible in transition. So in transition, that's where Bradley Beal likes to take a lot of his threes. He hasn't been shooting it well in the last three or four games. So I look for him to break out. Uh, hit you know three plus threes in this game. Uh, that's the only thing that I've seen uh, that we didn't discuss. Uh, yeah, no, I think Bradley Beal should have a pretty solid game in this one. It's just yep. Utah is, is bad defensively. Yeah, and that's are. where I'm sitting yeah. here. And I know how the Wizards are on the road. Like, they are not a good road team. I can sit here and rattle off the numbers for the people that need to know. But they're not a good road team. Wizards are 12, 19, and 1. Over the course of the season, just ATS period, on the road, they are 7, 9, and 1. As an underdog, 8, 11, and 1. 3, and 7 in their last 10. I understand all of that. I get it. I think this is a good spot against a Utah team with really bad defense where the Wizards can step up a little bit on the road, get a really good win, especially coming off of getting that uh, win on the road against the Phoenix Suns in that game. So I think that they've been competitive in these past few games. They really have on in this road trip. Like they've had a pretty solid road trip. So I think this the last – well, that's not the last game. They have one more game after this. But this being the close to the last game for them on this road trip, uh, tomorrow night will actually be the last game of the road trip. So that's probably another good spot to back them. But mm-hmm. I still like the Wizards here. Plus six and a half. They've been really good on this road trip. I think that they've covered one, two, two. Yeah, they're two and two. Two and two on this road trip, covering the last two games against the Lakers and the Suns. So I like the chances of them covering against the Jazz in this spot. Yeah. All right, let's 
go over to that's it dang two yep. games that's two games, it man. like we're, yeah, you, you you're not really on on thursday so yeah, yeah i know man me, 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 I, uh, I, i'm not me used Moonoff to this be, me and me Moonoff be up here talking about futures and all kind of crazy stuff just to get <laughs> just to get the time because it's usually two games it's it's really because of um i mean the, the nfl is you know still doing thursday night football so that kind of yeah it, people kind of get eyes off of the nba product and i mean i mean i mean like who the hell wants to watch Washington, Utah, and San Antonio and New Orleans? You know, so it's not much for people to watch. But yeah, man. But this, you know, Thursday is really slated for the TNT spot. They want both games to be, you know, on prime time. So later on in the season, it will get better games. But right now, it's just pretty much a shit show. Let's figure out a parlay. We got some time to kill. Let's figure out a parlay for the people. Man, uh, let's do it. Let's see. I I really like Trey Murphy today. I think Trey Murphy can have a really good day today. Uh, let's go. Let's put Trey Murphy. 20-plus points is at plus 230. Okay. Let's throw that in parlay. Trey Murphy has a 20-piece. Let me throw one together, actually. Let's uh, – and if he he gets that twenty piece, CJ had to had to rack up the assist. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be greedy and take the ten. I'll take the eight for plus one twenty. So yep. let's throw that in there. Quick little uh, same game parlay here. I wish I had Richardson. I would throw Richardson in here, but yeah, that's, because that's, I, what I was, that's what I was looking for as well. Well, while you're doing that game, I'll do the I'll do the uh, the Wizards Jazz game. Okay. Uh, but let's try. Let's let's do Trey Jones because you know. Rich is not going to start. Trey Jones is going to start. All the attention is going to go to Fasel. Trey Jones may have some some spots. So 15 plus money. That's pretty solid. We got three good plays here. And I think New Orleans buries them. I don't think this is a close game. So let's go with an alternative spread for New Orleans. Uh, let's do... Choo, 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 choo. Do I want to do that? Yeah, let's do all spread all spread nine and a half. They win by double digits. So all spread nine and a half. Trey Jones for 15 points. CJ McCullough for eight assists and Trey Murphy for 20 points. That is a 30 to one parlay. hundred dollars wins you three thousand dollars. All right. A nice save game. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Way build your own bet action for this game. I can't even do it for uh, Utah and Washington because it's not enough. Prop, it's not enough props out. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it, it is a lot of injury. It's cool. That's a yeah. that's a solid. I think we both agree. Trey Jones. We like Trey Jones. Yeah, we I like Trey Jones. Yeah. Yep. We like Trey Murphy to get off on the other side of the ball. Yep. So it all feels correlated. And we just said, I'm well. I'm saying New Orleans is going to go out there and just bury them. So I'm hoping so. I'm hope they. I'm hoping they do so in the first half in the first quarter as well. All right, that, that's a that's a solid parlay there. Okay, before we get into our lock and dog and just go ahead and end this the pod for today, have to talk to you about Dave because look, Dave is the app that can absolutely help you during the holidays. Say you're getting paid next week and you want to go ahead and get extra gifts for Christmas this weekend, then, or it could be whatever you celebrate, whatever holiday you celebrate, you want to get extra gifts, you can do that now with Dave, where you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. There's no interest, no late fees, no credit checks. They can give you your money and give it to you now. So if you're in a pitch for these special help, 
contact my good friend Dave. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. Or go to Dave.com, so SGPN, sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to Dave.com, slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, it's time for our lock and dog. Glatze, I'm going to let you go first. What's your lock and dog for sleep? Okay, man, so I'm going to go with my lock. I'm going to go the Pelicans first quarter. Uh, you can Now, it's it's pretty much all over the place right now, um, but best number I probably see is two and a half. So you can get two. It's more two and a half on the board than anything, so shop around. Make sure you don't lay three. Lay two and a half first quarter. Uh, that will be my lock. As for my dog, um, I don't want to go with Washington. I feel like that's going to be your dog. So I'm going to go to player prop. Uh, we talked about it. We both like it. Josh Richardson over one and a half threes. That's plus 105 right now. Um, right. It might get uh, if you honestly, you probably can get 120 if you if you like buy it up to two or, you know, certain books have alternates of two, two and a half. I'm not opposed to that, but just for the lock for grading purposes, I will go with Josh Richardson over one and a half threes made at plus 105. All right. I will kick us off. I got a lot of plays I like. <laughs> All right. For my lock, I'm going to go to – let's go with Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy over 14 and a half points. I have that at minus 125. A little bit of juice there. Trey Murphy over 14 and a half points. I just think that his usage goes up with Zion off the floor. He's going to have a really good matchup. The Washington, not Washington, yeah, not Washington. The San Antonio Spurs are defending the three-point percentage really, really bad. 38.9% in the last three games. That's 30th in, in the NBA. 50.5% from the field. That is 30th in the NBA. 119.5 points per game. That's 30th in the NBA. I think Trey Murphy uh, eats off of this poor defense by the yep. Spurs. He's able what, to get um, to the rim, get threes. What number did you get for uh, the, what was the juice on it? Uh, minus 125. Man, I see 118. I see a 110. Oh, yeah. So shop your lines. Get your best yeah, line. Def- yeah, definitely shop around because it's, it's, it's some out there. Like, uh, it's a, certain, a, lot of, a lot of people got access to the book. They're, it's uh, 110. So I would definitely look at that. All right. That's my lot. Trey Murphy, my, over 14 and a half points for my dog. Let me get, of course, Washington Wizards yep. plus 210 money line. Come on. It's the Utah Jazz in their favorite. Like, this is. I feel good about this. Give it to Washington Wizards. All right. I'm going to give out a bonus lock and a bonus dog because I missed some time. I got to catch up. Man. Oh, yeah. So oh, man. for my bonus lock, we're going back to that Wizards Jazz game. I'm going first half over 112 and a half, seven and three last 10 games on the road for the Washington Wizards to the, like to the first half number and seven and three for the last 10 games at home for the Utah Jazz to the first half number. These Both of these teams can run with pace, especially the Wizards. Wizards are ninth in pace in the last five games. Jazz tro- uh, trending downward at 20th, but they've been able to run and play a lot better at home. I think that they're going to be able to score. And what, Utah's defense is so bad, Washington is going to go up. So, all right, I will take that. That is my bonus lock. And for my bonus dog, back to Trey Murphy again, over two and a half threes, plus 134. Look, Trey Murphy has, oh, wait, I lost it. In his last, 
Either way, in his last five games without Zion Williamson, he's gotten so he's gotten this number in four of the last five games, with the last one being the outlier. So I like Trey Murphy's ability to stretch the floor, hit his open shot threes, and put up a lot of points. Trey Murphy over two and a half threes plus money. I will absolutely take it. Yeah. Hey, man. Well, we got to keep the tradition going if we're going to keep giving them out. So I'll give out an extra two, uh, extra lock. Uh, Utah Jazz over one, 118 uh, points, total point score. That right. would be uh, like an additional lock. Uh, for the additional dog, I will look at um, – I'm trying to figure out if I want to do a prop. Well, since I did a prop in the first one, I'll just keep it going. So with Bradley Beal, one and a half over threes made. Uh like that play a lot. Um, if you want to sprinkle like Bradley Beal 30 plus, I think that's very possible. That should be yeah. that should be maybe like plus 150-ish, um, close to 150 if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I like that a lot. Bradley Beal, he thrives in transition. Like he gets a lot of transition buckets. I mean, he mostly, you know, mid-range facilitating, but when they're running and gunning and uh Utah sucks in transition. He's going to get a lot of open threes, a lot of kick-out threes. He's going to be able to finish at the rim. No rim protection other than uh, Kessler at the rim. So I look at Bradley Beals over 30-plus points. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have that number. They don't have it up right now, uh, alternate points. But that would be my additional dog, additional lock. Utah Jazz team total over 118 and a half. All right, lots of anything else for the people before we get up out of here. That's it, man. Let's keep winning. Welcome back, uh, my brother. Welcome back. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate it. So glad to be back on the show. I absolutely missed you all. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure you do all of that. Follow everybody on the on the network. Follow the latte. Follow me, Twitter. If you're not looking on YouTube, you should be on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Check us out. Twitter in the bio. All of that. Uh man, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. This was a two-game slate. This was quick. I normally yeah. go an hour away over an hour. So yeah. I'm glad to give the people their time back and let them go research and hit a lot of bets. Again, nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast, but we're gonna end it like this. We are out of here. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go.